1: Welcome to... The Seahawks Man-to-Man Podcast, powered by The Athletic. Shout out to the company. My name is Michael Sean Duggar. I'm here with my co-host, Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the Tweet Machine. You guys know where to follow me, so I will just continue to shout out our YouTube channel, Seahawks Man-to-Man. That's the number two man on YouTube. Chris, talk to him. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Christopher Kidd. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206, and that's ckid 206 Before I introduce our special guest who is hosting us for this uh, post-game episode of the Seahawks Man-to-Man Podcast, I want to give a special shout out to everyone who attended our live podcast at the Roanoke in Seattle on Friday, September 9th. Uh, That was a beautiful night. It was great to meet all you guys who came out to support. Uh, We didn't live stream the show, put the audio out. So if you were there, you were there. And if you weren't, you weren't. I'm actually really happy about that. Um, Happy everybody got to get that experience and just meeting some of the fans in person, man, was just amazing. People who said they've been listening to me and Chris for years. Um, Even we had a homie Micah who was blind. Who's been listening to our show for years, man That We appreciate that love And uh, we just wanted to reciprocate it uh, in person I want to start the show with that And without further ado, announce our special guest Making his second uh, appearance on the show The homie Ben Baller is in the building then what's going on?
2: What's good, man? What's good, man? I'm just I'm high off this W right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, what was it? Almost a year ago, uh, about yeah. 11 months ago, we uh, we were in this, this same space uh, in downtown Seattle. We're talking after the Saints, Saints game. Yeah. yeah.
2: A Monday Night Football game, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. 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 Monday Night Football game. They lost to the Saints 13 uh, to 10, 10, I believe ugly. the score was. Yeah. Ugly game. Uh, and honestly, this 17-16 win over the Broncos that were about different. to die in, too. Yeah. There wasn't even that much different man but i feel like the emotions were just crazy in this one like you could feel it in the lead up you know there was so i mean ben you were in the audience man it, it feel like it was like a mixture of highlighter green people and then just a sea of orange like i feel like denver russ brought the denver fans out tonight
2: i think a lot of and i, I try to discredit it a lot but you know my my season tickets are in their way section so i'm used to seeing a good amount of, you know, different color jerseys that aren't blue or green or white. But there was a lot of Denver fans in the section. The thing that got me though was I have not heard the stadium that loud
1: Ooh. in maybe
2: six, seven years, bro. It has been, you know, where we owned the loudest stadium, you know, uh, rain title. It was loud, bro. Like it was crazy. Denver fans weren't too bad. Um, a lot of heckling and stuff but yeah, it, it was that's it was, normal normal for fans
1: yeah you know <laughs> yo so so there were two people who asked me uh how loud it was in there one of them was the homie richard dice who uh does the media he covers the media for the athletic for us he te- he uh he hit me he was like yo i'm writing the media piece for tomorrow can you give me like a one sentence like quote on how loud it is uh in there right now i told him it's almost as if Seahawks fans are attempting to be as loud as humanly possible to let Russell Wilson know he made a mistake in leaving. Mm. Now, I had another homie who just texted me uh, that he asked me how loud he said, what's the scene like in there? I want to pull up uh, his my text to him because this was not PG-13 at all. I'm wondering <laughs> Richard had to be PG-13, right? Because I, I know he was writing something. I said it's like everybody in the audience did a bunch of cocaine in the bathroom before walking in cuz <laughs> wow. that that is what it felt I wanted to tell Richard that but I, I feel like we couldn't run that at the athletic especially since we've got we got bought by the New York Times but no that's really what it felt like like all those turnovers those fumbles at the goal line this the scene after the game, watching Marquise Goodwin do backflips, you know, in victory formation, watching Pete Carroll hype up the crowd in victory formation, do jumping jacks on the sideline next to Jordan Brooks. Ty Lockett take his helmet off and just run up and down the sideline uh, on the home side, hyping up the fans. Man, for Geno Smith to drop that bar uh, to, I think, was that Lisa Salters he told that to? Yes. Yeah, to Lisa um, on ESPN after the game. They you write know, me so off. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, back, though. That's, yeah, that's the problem. I feel like Drake about right to a song called something around those lines. I'm, I'm waiting though. So the whole the whole post game scene from that to Richard Sherman tweeting the gifts, uh, trolling Russell Wilson to Doug Baldwin tweeting trolling Russell Wilson. Like it felt like everybody. You what Shelby Harris had to say after the game. No, I missed Shelby Harris. What uh, Shelby he had Harris a said. Powerful interview. He, at the end, he said, "Let's ride." Did he? <laughs> yes. He said, "That's what happens when you trade. You know your defensive players. You make plays." Like he was. He went off. It was a good minute twenty. Oh, man, was, was, was that good. that was on TV? It was on. I think it was Tom Pellicero. Someone from NFL Network was like, "Hey, great interview here," and he just laid it all out in oh, minute twenty six. It was good. <laughs> I'll, I'll show it to you later. Yo, so I think that like that. I want to talk about that part real quick first to get into the ins and outs of the game. It really. Fe- this felt like college. Like this really felt like a college rivalry. Where you had all the alumni coming back, KJ Wright raising the flag, Marshawn Lynch at practice, Cliff Aver at practice, Richard Sherman at practice, Doug Baldwin coming to the game. I feel like Doug's only been at two games since he retired <laughs> one where he raised the flag, and tonight, yeah, you know, all, Mike Morgan back in the building. I think I don't know, Sydney Rice might have, might have even been there today. It just felt he like was. Uh, he was, Sydney yeah. Rice was there, yeah, mm-hmm. it just felt like all I mean, the
2: Cliff and, and Marshawn pulled up too, though,
1: you know? yeah, yeah, Cliff, Marshawn, like everybody, Lofa was there, I'm pretty sure, uh, pulled up as well to Tupu, like, it's like. Everybody was there. It almost felt like a bunch of guys coming back to their college to make sure they beat the arch rival. Yeah, like it had that like rivalry feel to it. Even Tyler Lockett said it after the game. It's like, yeah, dog, this kind of does feel like college. You know, like they everybody wanted to beat, they wanted to kick Russ's ass. Yeah, they, like pr- to be honest, it was. I didn't expect it to be that close, but the defense. They didn't back down. They stayed in too high the whole game. It was crazy how much they played, and they were like, yeah, run the football, but you're not throwing deep, and they did a really good job outside of a couple of mishaps here and there. I thought they just took away what Russ really wanted to do and made it very difficult for him, and I'm sure Russ is, you know, at the end of the in the press conference, he was like, oh, it's all glory to God. You know how Russ is very PC after. I saw that, man, <laughs> with
2: that suit, bro. <laughs> Yo, know, the suit got 69% me. 69% <laughs> QB rating, bro. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, you know what was classy? I didn't get to see it until I got home. Gino hug Russ, bro, at the end. That was, that was classy, man. Cause, you know, he was pretty much treated like dog food for the last <laughs> how many years, you know? And like, bro, you know, I've been on the field so many times. So being on the field today felt different. Get out there, they ain't even in pads yet. Tyler comes over to say what's up to me. DK stops, gives me a hug. He's like, what's up, man? What's up? And I was like, yo, I saw Russ last night. He's like, what'd you say to him? I said, I didn't say nothing. He said, what'd he say to you? So he didn't say nothing. He said, then what happened then? I said, we stared at each other for about seven or eight seconds. So, <laughs> so I'd say something. He was like, he said, you should have did something. I was like, no, man, you know. And then Dixon came over. And then I was like, it's getting a little crazy here. Let me get off the field. And I lost my super bowl championship beanie that i got today yeah lost it on the field and i felt like that might have been a good luck charm because every time i've worn it we've lost but i'm like i'm not <laughs> with this superstitious bullshit and it was a trip and i should have waited for Quandre because he's the one who got me the the field pass and i was like, let me get back in the stands because this
1: looks like it's about to get cracking in here you know <laughs> so
2: Man, bro, I don't know, man. I'm, you know, I'm hyped.
1: No, this is you should be, man. This is um, no one on the uh, after the game really wanted to talk about it, but I'll talk about it for them because I know they they can't say it how I'm about to say it. Like, this was vindication for them. This is validation for the for Pete, the organization, the players to be like, look, that let Russ cook stuff was cute. That was fun while it lasted. You know, there was a nice little fling. But this is this is our this is our home. This is home base, meaning we're gonna run the football, we're gonna play defense. Even special teams are good today. Like somebody hit me uh, during the game and was like, yo, this DJ Dallas dude is nice on special teams. Nobody ever texts me about special teams (laughs) during the game unless I'm really crazy happening. That is, that's the formula. Yeah. This was this was a gamble. It was Pete's. Formula versus let Russ cook. And they didn't even let him cook at the end of the game. No, and that's what's so (laughs) ironic about it. At the end of the day, when it was time to win, what did the other coach do? He tucked Um, his tail and he played. He played safe. Yeah, he didn't trust his guy. No sense to me. I I thought. Yeah, my head when they called time, I'm like, damn, they're gonna go for it. They're probably gonna get it. Either Russ is gonna find Cortland Sutton, who just keeps finding areas areas in the zone, or Russ is gonna scramble. I just said to him, I
2: can't believe they just hail Mary it. Forget the clock running out or whatever. I'm like, they just, I mean, that's the better chance. When I saw, wait a second, on the 46-yard line, they're going to kick a
1: 64-yard field goal. Yeah. I was like, "Bruh, Yeah. It's a lot of faith there. And they gave him a practice kick. And yeah, they, they missed gave him a practice kick. Wait, did he, miss he, missed he, missed he, he, he missed that? He missed it. He missed both, that. yeah. He, he missed
2: the practice kick, but, well, he missed the kick when they called a timeout. Right. He was eight yards short. On the on the one yeah, that counted? This one, the one no, no. So what the one that the first one. The the, the first one. Then the second one, it looked like he had the distance barely, but it was
1: a little left. Bottom line is, and the wind wasn't really crazy or nothing. It was hot. It was like, you know. Just fold under pressure, man. I was really shocked that they decided, you know, Russ, just you did enough for us tonight. We're gonna try to win this with three. I'm thinking they're gonna go down and score. And by the way, I had money on the line so I'm like I well, need them to score and go for two. Oh <laughs> you did. How much money did you lose today? I lost $200. Oh. Yeah, it's okay though. We'll talk about. Oh, that's money I won but <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hey. Ben's like I'm up, you know, about 20 bands. Hey man. Shit, a little boiler like daddy. Hey, even. there we go. go. Hey, hey. That's the crazy awesome, part
2: was the crazy part was without the sack. Mm. He would have maybe made the field because it was that dip, that different. That was huge, yeah. But the thing is again, the field the the, the timeout that we called to, to mess up the thing that that was stupid. I just felt like, look, bro, and I guess it shook him up a little bit. If anything, it you know he he kicked it better, but look, man, it was a different energy in there tonight. I was sitting next to Sean Camp. We had a good time. I ended up hanging out with him after. There was a lot of just man, it was crazy. And you know the Seahawks. I mean the 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 um, the Broncos were staying here, mm. so I had to deal with them like the last day and a half, two days, right? And, um, why well, don't I say that to whatever? But I mean, like, there was a bunch of fans here wearing Seahawks jerseys and wearing Russell Wilson jerseys hanging out in front. And I was like, what the hell are y'all doing, man? Trying to see Russ. Yeah. And I was like, man, if you don't knock it off, man. But, you know, it, it was like, I can't tell you the last time I felt like this, man. Uh, We won some games last year, you know, but I'm talking about I can't tell you the last time the stadium, the energy,
1: the look
2: at who's running the Seahawks social account right now. You know they're going crazy, they're going nuts. I've never seen them act like
1: this before. (laughs) They're tweeting, they're tweeting about our ride, and they're tweeting all. They're retweeting Sherm, yeah, retweeting Doug on
2: Instagram. They posted the Heath Ledger Joker when he
1: walks away from the building,
2: (laughs) and they put the C like. Bro, They're putting Geno of memes like, like I've never seen them ever get this, this toxic. The,
1: this is the new era. No, well, it this is for I this mean, game. That's what it was. Yeah, it was this game. They this wanted was a to Super win Bowl. this. Yeah, this was their Super Bowl. They wanted to win this game that. Ba- I've never heard the crowd boo an opponent that loud before. I think Sherman said it. He said, This is a big game. They're not going to play each other for like three years. Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't <laughs> play that. You play the AFC West by like once every And This is big for years. us. Like, you won it out.
2: Marcus Spears is a good friend of mine. He got me on Last time you seen me, but I mean, a lot has happened recently. I lost 23 pounds in the last two or three months from intermittent fasting. That's due to my boy Swagoo. And, you know, he's one of the biggest, you know, commentators in NFL on ESPN. Mm -hmm. And he said, man, I'm going to tell you something real quick. This might be the biggest game of the week. And I was like, well, you know, Brady was this. He goes, no, man, listen, I know that y'all, are trash and I'm like, hold on, you Cowboys and exactly <laughs> watch good. your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I yeah saying, Hold on, he goes, fan. Ben, listen to me, please. He said, Russ got 250 M's. He back at the nest. You going there? He's like, the NFL knows what they are doing, right? They made the first Monday night football game. Mm-hmm. That game, come on, bro. Oh yeah. He Not- said a lot of people are watching this game tonight, and I was nope. like, I bet they are. It didn't hit me. Until I got to the stadium, and said, "I watched a lot of games. We talked about this yesterday. This might have been the biggest game of of the out of week one, I think. Oh yeah, I oh, yeah. think
1: you're 100 percent correct. Yeah, the magnitude of it, what it meant for not being-
2: because we're Seahawks. I'm just saying, like, no, I yeah, think it
1: was the biggest NFL game of week one. There was national interest in this game. In That's particular. why they made it a Monday night game because yeah. of but the there was interest.
2: national interest in the Brady Cowboys game. I'm just oh saying, yeah, this yeah, oh, was yeah. way bigger.
1: Yeah, it was. It- I think there's two sides, right? There's the the Russ fans that standing by him, give him golf clap, Then you got the fans are like, nah, man, you want it out. And for those yeah. fans that got to see Gino lead this team, go out there, play a, a damn good game in the first half, he was – let. I, I tweeted, let Gino cook at this <laughs> time. <laughs> what I say? 17 for 18 in the first half. bro, Disgusting. And that he might was, be top three or if not number one. And the thing is, it's not as if he was doing a bunch of checkdowns. Tyler Lockett, his first catch, I believe, was a disgusting – he faked a little corner and came yeah, back over yeah, the middle yeah. for a little post. And I'm like – and Gino threw it on the money. You were probably thinking, oh, Gino, oh, this might get picked or this gets batted. No, Gino nailed it in there, first down. Another third down play, Tyler Lockett on the out route. You want to yeah. go man? Five okay. Out, yeah. yeah. It's It sounds so simple, but those are passes that Mike and I have discussed. Can Gino make those plays? And he made those plays consistently. Now in the second half, we saw. But, but I'm saying the first half, he looked good. Yeah, you look great. You weren't here last night, and I really wish you were. <laughs> Sorry. Could man. you please
2: tell my man what did I say about William? Just please say. Yo,
1: that was I crazy. Did to it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so if people know so what I
2: said. I said there's an equalizer. What I say?
1: Yo, yeah. Who's gonna have a big game Monday night? Predicted. Will Disley. Who who caught the touchdown to start the game off? I think that set the tone when he did that. He texted
2: me. A couple other people texted me. me, You know, and it was like people are like, "Well, we heard the podcast today." I just said, "There's too much focus on WR one, two, DK Tyler. Maybe even I don't know. D didn't get too many. He got some terrible throws to him."
1: I said, Disley got to be big. And he was. That
2: first touchdown that set, set the, the precedent. That yeah. set the tone. Yep. That, that place, place was
1: rocking took- on that first yeah. touchdown, man. I felt like the TV was shaking. I'm not going to no. lie. It, the, the, the emotions <laughs> well, that's right. you in were there. Were there. Yeah, I watched. So, yeah. You, there I, you- was a Denver Bronco
2: fan directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I said, is it this loud a mile high? Nope. And you know what he said to me? What? <laughs> I thought he was couldn't joking. He- I thought he was being a smart ass. Couldn't even hear it. And you. I was like, yo. He's, he's like, bro, my ears hurt. I was like, come on, man. You a big, you a big corn fed, crazy big. You look like you played football. He's like,
1: can't hear, dude. Mm. And it was deafening. DK said they made it hard for the offense to hear. Yeah, I saw, so, yeah, you know, yeah, for real. He yeah, that. he said that. As opposed He's like, know, over here, like, hey, y'all, I'm trying to get these cadences, these plays down. I need you to. So uh, I talked. I talked to a player um, after the game. I won't name him the, name, name the player, but after we we talked on the record, and then after the re- uh, off the record, he uh, he looked at me. He was like, he was walking out the locker room. He said, "I told you." Mm. Um, and he he was talking. He was talking specifically about Gino. It wasn't Gino, to be clear. Uh, but he was like, "I told you, like, you can get it done." Gino, Gino can play. Us. I'm gonna toss this question uh, to you guys. but I'm gonna start with you. Did this change how you view Gino, how he played today?
2: Did you guys forget? that I've believed on in
1: him. And I'm Like one of the very few people like look,
2: I still have a problem with him not following the Seahawks on his page and like his Instagram follows like 50s it's it's you know he's he's an unusual dude. And I told y'all I was going to talk about this. I was in Miami for a bachelor party a couple months ago. Me and Tyler were about to talk about something totally different. By the way, congrats Tyler. I made Tyler Lockett's engagement ring. Oh yeah, congrats to T-Lock. Yeah. So we had a Supposed to be maybe a four to six minute conversation. That's it, TD. I got to ask you, bro, what we looking like? We went into a 39 minute conversation <laughs> about Gino, and he said, Look, how are you going to base anything from the Jets? Even if you were a really good quarterback, like, what are you going to get from the I'm Just He made a lot of sense to me, and he said, Look, look at what happened when he won the Super Bowl. Look how much experience Russ had. Look how much experience, uh, Patrick Mahomes had. He goes, look what they had and what they look at the experience that you know. I'm saying about snaps and just like you know, he's talking about Stafford even. And he goes, look, man, they already wrote us off. We have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. The scariest team you ever want to face is we had nothing to lose. That's what Sean Penny said too. Yeah. So when I said that night at the the Monday Night Football game. It was unfortunate because it wasn't like – it was It was so close. It was down to the minute. The Rams game, when he took over, he drove in 95, 98 yards, get a TD. I'm like, yo, we might pull this off, right? And it was close, and I just felt like I personally said this on my show. I said, Russ shouldn't come back for Green Bay yet. I think that Geno could get it. I mean, he could have done better than that, right? He would've,
1: they would have scored points in Green Bay with Geno, I'm yeah. sure.
2: And he was getting warmed up. And look, I'm not saying he's the Messiah, but – I just thought he, you know, I, I was, I, look, I was very satisfied with his almost 90% rating tonight. <laughs> Saw a couple bad throws. Other than that, he looked pretty composed. And to tell you the truth, when it, t- for him, it was time for him, some pressure came on him to wake up. He ran, bro, and looked
1: good yeah yeah he said at the game was like people forget i can run yeah Yeah, i forgot well i wanted i wanted to tell him at the press conference i was like i don't know man you're a black quarterback they always gonna think you can run it's like you know that's (laughs) whether you can run or not they gonna you know they're gonna gonna think you're black you can run i mean pretty much uh yeah chris I toss it to you what you you lost money betting on drew lock to be the starter (laughs) man i bet to be man i'm losing money yeah no it's down bad start having more faith when they're talking about people writing them off, they're talking about you. You, you know bet, You betting money against them, man. <laughs> so hey, well, don't don't say that because now they're gonna listen I to the mean, pod it's, it's when they see me. Now. They're gonna be like, "So this is what you're doing, kid." But anyway, I don't know if it changed because, to be honest, all I was I was just critical of certain plays that he would, he would need to make. I talked about what he did last season in three game span. On Monday night, he proved otherwise. There were certain, play, for example, when Charles Cross got blown. Nick Chubb just runs right by him, and he dropped back, I want to say, 10-plus yards, and he didn't feel the pressure. In those situations, you would want Juno to step up. He didn't step up, sack, fumble. Luckily, Charles Cross was able to recover that. That's minor. It wasn't a costly turnover. But those are the things that better teams are going to be able to maybe convert on. He didn't turn the ball over, but that's where I'm. I'm kind of thinking, okay, Maybe against the Niners, that ends up being a touchdown. But who knows? Trey Lance didn't look all that great. Mike, you said the rain was coming down out there, and oh, I saw it the was game. Bad it in was, Chicago, it yeah. was bad, but you know who handled it pretty well? Justin Fields. He played okay. He <laughs> didn't play too bad, you know? But anyway, you asked about Geno. So my whole point is I'm not sold on it, but I'm also not, I've never said that Geno couldn't play. It wasn't like I said, Geno's trash. I just know the level that Pete sees him at, and I look across the league and I'm like, I feel you, Pete, but I don't know if you can do that. And you know what? He did it on Monday night against the Broncos. Against a team last year that was only giving up, what, 17 points per game? So not only did the Seahawks not really score a bunch, it was just the fact that Geno ran the offense the way Pete wanted it to be run. And Pete was fired up at the end of the game. But this wasn't a 10 a.m., 1 p.m.,
2: whatever time, Sunday game. This was a big game. This was the biggest stage. So his nerves, he had to keep composure.
1: And he looked I looked
2: at his face. As much as I could pause, he had no fear in his eyes, bro. He had Man. the same blank. You know, he just he just kind of just has like a, okay, shit, today's a big game. All right, cool. Let's go play. It was yeah. weird. It, it could have been playing against Jacksonville Jaguars. The Biggest stage. Yeah. And he's a big never, game. He's never heard, even when he came back with the Rams, he's never heard Lumen Field that loud before ever at QB he heard the roars and everything it was crazy chanting his name yeah that's right
1: another Ch- thing too chanting his I'm name i'm really happy for him chanting he really gino. he really he really went out there and just proved all the doubters wrong everyone that says he couldn't beat russ hell i mean i thought russ was going to get the Dove. i was like yeah i'm about to you, you know, put money on russ I put money on him, yeah. but that didn't happen the defense was amped up for the game gino delivered what more could you ask for? Special teams played pretty well in the preseason. They looked terrible. And then, well, that's because it was a bunch of dudes waiting on the bunch team. bunch of no dudes. More. That, are, yeah, that is true, but they got it all worked out. And you saw that product on Monday night on the biggest day that you just touched on. So, Gino, applause, man. You did your thing, and now it's on to week two. But the one thing I will say this uh, on Gino before we move on to some of the other main characters in this game. The thing that people were asking me about with Gino, and I told them over the summer, was just like, I think Gino can keep you in a game, but I'm not sure if Gino could consistently go win you the game. But and you I see think, that you said consistently. That's what I think. Well, people- I, even today, I don't even think that he went and won it. They literally did not score in the second half. Yeah. The Broncos kind of coughed it up yeah. more than you anything. You could literally, our say- defense held it down though. They did. Yes. Let's be positive. <laughs> it's week one. I mean, we can only go game by game. Exactly. I just think, well, for next game, and the, all the games further, I think that that needs to be the next step of the evolution. All right, know, go win Go, win. go, put us in position yes, to win the game. True. That's because that's going to be like There's you said, Chris. Of better team,
2: nerve wise, and things like that. With 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 what was going on tonight, I do think that people underestimate in pro sports analysts Stephen A. Smith for us to be ranked thirty two, whatever it may be. Look, now I know it's like okay, we're number one in our division. Great. What I will say is this. We get the W on Sunday, which I think we will. And I don't there's games I'm like, I oh, don't know. I feel good about this one. I will say this. The power of momentum is underrated by a lot of analysts and other people that don't believe in it. I really do believe in momentum. And it's it's something we'd be like, you know, when a game, when a turnover happens, you'd be like, oh boom, what do you deal with? How do you deal with adversary? It's not that type of momentum. Yeah. I'm talking about when we build. Or if Gino could build up and just do what he needs to do, our defense did pretty good. So I
1: did. Yeah, yeah, and that was without Jamal too. Hopefully, yeah, Jamal's knee. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Uh, all right, but yeah, they went in. Yeah, there. Josh Jones came in and. Oh played, yeah, Josh Jones is a baller. He played pretty good. Uh,
2: Michael Jackson, I was like, what, bro? I, I
1: wasn't expecting that. Well, we I saw it in. Training camp, the few times I was out there, and I'm thinking, Mike, can he really? He's like, yeah. Pretty, he's pretty nice, Mike bro. Jackson. Was good, and then too. in the games, he also proved it. It wasn't just in practice, he went in the games, and I get it. Oh, he's planning to twos, but he was locking down tonight. He impressed me because I wasn't even thinking about dude. Not, a lot of people weren't
2: right. We almost had two picks tonight, Jamal, one of them, Quandra <sighs> was so mad it went through his head because he yeah, that was a big picture, pick, you know, no, and, no. and he was like. I got to pick
1: Russ now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it
2: was in the end.
0: Man.
1: You know, I think that that's uh, the emotion. That's that adds to the emotions of the game. I think it was so many guys like a Michael Jackson, like a Josh Jones, even a Rashad Penny to some extent, a DJ Dallas, even a Kobe Parkinson who were just like, yo, nobody is talking about me and I'm that guy, you know, to them, you know, every, every guy who makes the stage for the most part thinks they're that guy, you know, cause they were that guy in high school. They were that guy in college. That's how you make the NFL. You're that guy, you know? So, but, no one's talking about these guys and the chance, like you said, it wasn't one o'clock in the afternoon when there's 10 of the games on and everybody supposed That's to from- reds. This is the only bro. shit on all day, all day, right? Everybody waited, waited for this. And I think that, that added to the emotions too. You get guys who want to make that play. They mama's watching. They, if they from some little small town, like Charles Cross is from Mississippi, the whole town is watching like every your whole AAU squad. Do everybody's you watching understand. you.
2: Tonight. I know I'm older than you guys, but I've been going to games less longer than you guys have been going. I'm relatively new. I'm 11 years in. The f- I'm trying to hold back from cussing. <laughs> the damn nosebleeds. We're talking almost 20 stories in the sky. Five hundred dollars. That didn't happen after we won the chip. Was going back to the chip, and someone like Rogers or Brady or someone big, a big show. You know, showbiz. What is it called again? What, what, what box is it office? It? Box office, dude. Coming to Lumen. I would see 350 in the nosebleeds. I would start seeing the first 10 rules here and there. 500 for the nosebleeds because they wanted to hear Russ get booed or maybe the chance we win, whatever. Tonight was different, bro.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
1: Yeah. I promise you. So I want to toss this question now, too, because this is a big deal for Pete. I think I asked Pete, does he feel validated at all? And Pete was like, eh, not of course really. he. <laughs> well, he knew what I was baiting him into and he didn't yeah. take the bait. <laughs> and he even kind of looked at me and was like, yeah, I mean, you may want me to be validated, but like I'm, that, I'm good. Like, yeah, no, he's yeah. He <laughs> he's, said he said he's good. And and I won't even say he's lying. He is. But he's not like because he, to Who his credit, like? to his credit, he's always felt like. This is the way to win games in the face of everything else, and he's like, he always felt this was the way to do it, and he's like, I've done it. I won a Super Bowl with that type of style. I won national championships. And that's what Tyler said to me about it. He felt like, hey,
2: let's try this way, because it wasn't working this whatever way, whatever. And I was like, I don't know, dog. You know, but I, 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 I you have to at certain point, man. Okay, well, let's see.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we saw. Yeah, so I think now I'm going to toss this question because I think I haven't re listened to the last time we were all together after the Monday night game, but I do remember a kind of a general sentiment of like, ah, I don't know how we're all feeling about this Pete thing. Like, it's, it's not really going all that well. So after he kind of rebuilds the off, the team in the offseason, doubles down on his philosophy, and then kicks it off with a win and his style of play, does it change at all? I'll toss it to Chris, I'll toss this one to you this time first. Does this change at all how you feel about Pete and his philosophy and maybe the faith in that going no, forward? No, because it's just one game. And one game doesn't change the opinion for the next 16. He could this could literally backfire in three games and now we're back talking. dang, you know, this is not working, but Stay th- positive, man. Oh, no, well, I, <laughs> yeah, so but you're right. It is only a, one game. As a as not being biased in the situation, for sure. I got to be real. It's not going to change me. We've mm-hmm. seen Good wins and bad losses. We've talked about it off-wax. They, they could beat the Broncos and then lose every other game. <laughs> there's teams on this schedule that they shouldn't lose to, but then that week a Pete comes up and things aren't going their way, and then they're losing. And you could say, oh, well, Pete's not the guy. Well, there's still a whole season for it. I don't want it. now. If they start off like 0-6 or something, sure, the discussion could be had like, okay, it might be time for the Seahawks to make moves. But right now – it worked out. He did it. He got the guys fired up. That's what the head coach was supposed to do: get your players prepared to play a game. And they were prepared the best they could be. And they went out and won the football game. That's what you wanted from Pete. Now, can they do that consistently week in and week out?
0: That's well, what it comes down before, to. Before
1: I toss this to you in, I want to make clear to people: like a choice was made between Pete and Russell. Now, I had a homie text me that today after reading um, he read our story on the athletic and he read the ESPN story that Brady Henderson had like a week ago. A tro- an active choice was made. It was probably by Jody Allen and Bert, uh, Cold, however you say uh, brother's name, um, that runs the organization. Either you had Pete Carroll run this thing the way he's running it now, or you fired Pete, and then you rolled with Russ and you let Russ cook. Like a choice had to be made, and the choice was obviously with Pete, because that's who's still here. So, like, with, with that in mind, where you at on Pete now? Uh, ben? after they, they get you as hype as you are right now, after week one. He said, I put a ring on it. <laughs> you know, with Pete. First couple seasons, I was, uh, you know,
2: I entered the the, the Seahawks fandom and then um, sort of by accident, not having a team in Los Angeles, things like that. So I'm not going to tell, you know, whatever. I I respected what he was doing at USC. Came in, we were seven and nine, first season I came in. And, uh, you know, I'm watching Percy Harvin. I'm watching different people. I'm thinking, hey, man, this dude's the man. We get the Super Bowl win. And I go to Daniel's Steakhouse, which is like a pretty popular steakhouse in Seattle. Oh, very popular. Fire. Yeah. N- nice food, right? Better than Ruth, Ruth Chris. And he gets up, and the waiter told me that 13 people tried to pay for his meal. Bro, he's not broke He'll pay for his own meal. They're fighting over it. <laughs> people who don't know you, they don't even know him. And I said, okay, this dude's the man, right? Now, throughout the years have gone past here and there, I've had my. Talks about Snyder and and, and um, what was the old boy's name? Uh, the dude. Um, what was the offensive coordinator's name before? The, oh, Bar- Ger- Schoenheimer. Ger- or- Sch- oh, okay, uh, Shotty. Yeah. Blah blah. Whatever. I, I'm not the biggest Pete fan in the last two seasons. Put on the the record, I'm sure someone will come back. But boom. I don't. I'm pretty transparent how I feel. I have to say, hearing the show from you guys, hearing from the players. After that thing happened, I said, "This is really going to show us who he is, right?" To see him throwing passes, running around at seventy something years old, in my line, he had a different energy. Yeah, he was a different dude. He was really like gathering the troops out, dude. We have drafted
1: terribly. You guys have painfully oh, well, said that's, that. It's been bad. It's <sighs> Twenty twenty-two class looks like it'll be decent though. Yes.
2: this class was all right, man. I wasn't. I, look, I, I I try not to analyze too much i want to be a fan and i think last night when he came on my when, when when uh when mike came on my show i think i showed a little bit more of my football knowledge and you know me having experience of playing at a division one college i really sat back and said i can't say i hated too many plays where i could say why the hell we do that i ain't talking about the the the, the one yard line Super bowl i'm talking about Look, man, we had some fluid plays, you know, something to go through in the second half. Cool. But what I mean is we got it done. I, I, I'm, I'm letting it rock. It's too early. It's one game right now. Three and oh, you know, which is
1: feasible. It is very feasible. Actually, that brings me to my next point now, because the Seahawks are the first place in well, the hang division. On, before you even get to that, how do you feel about this? Has Why? your opinion changed on Pete? Uh, I mean, change the Why are you, to, <laughs> you try, try, try to try, skate? He to skate out of it. Uh I'm I'm still a little skeptical just because I do think there is something to be said for having a mindset that you need to eventually go win the game. Yeah. You can't always just play not to lose it. Yep. You know, because you're not eventually one game, you're just gonna have to score 30. You know, you're gonna be in a shootout or whatever. Um, and I do think that like any any game where you don't score in the second half, like that's not great. Totally validate your philosophy, but I do think the guys bought into that though. They bought into Absolutely. being the underdog thing. Um And Ben just mentioned the 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 new energy. I'm gonna say it, man. The energy was getting Russ out of the building because the because Russ was the main guy who didn't believe in the philosophy. Mm. So you get him out. Then you get everybody is bought in, you know, from the janitor to the chef to the security dudes to the players to the coaches to the massage ladies and the acupuncture chicks in there. Like everybody believes to the lady at the front desk with the candy. Everybody believes in Seahawks football now. Russ was the guy who didn't. Russ believed in Russ football, right, with a little Pete mixed in there. So getting him out got that new energy. I just I need to see the Seahawks with the Gino led Seahawks go win the game. That's what you're going to have to do if you want to really be a championship team. You can't just count the other yeah. team and just fumble on the one twice. <laughs> yeah. A lot of variables went their way, <laughs> but f- hey. They fumbled on the one twice and missed a field goal. drop a touchdown. Yeah, like th- that. that's a lot of things. Remember we were talking yesterday, Ben, on your show. I was like a lot of things need to break right in some seasons in the past, 2019, 2020.
2: Yeah. The tennis ball is sitting there. Is it going to make it over
1: the net or is it not? Yeah. yeah. All that shit broke right today. Yeah. yeah. Missed field goal. Fumbles at the one. Um, shout out to the homie Aaron Reese, he's an editor uh, at the Athletic. You know, he uh he found this stat from one of these like sites that we subscribe to at the Athletic that like I don't think any team had ever fumbled at the one twice, twice in the same in game. game. Yeah, uh, I can't find the exact stat on it, but that's insane. Like, think to get Bro, that, come on, man. That was like I thought it was a fluke, it, it, it kind of was, Ben. Because <laughs> I was like, is. why
2: is the ball on the 20 yard line? I didn't know there was a fumble, I thought that because it was fourth down, whatever, I thought yeah. they just turned it over to us. Oh, okay. When I yeah. seen it was actual fumble. Like,
1: okay. he didn't score.
2: <laughs> Sorry, guys, to see Pete dancing like that, and it yeah. wasn't a bad call or a challenge call. It was a positive dance. Like, what the hell is going on over here? I'm yep. Looking directly at him,
1: you know. So, know, so the the official stat is that tonight was the first time since at least two thousand, because that's where our database goes, Emer- since uh, at least two thousand that a team has lost two fumbles at the opponent's one yard line. That's insane. That hasn't happened in 22 years. And it probably had, didn't happen many times before that. So, <laughs> <Christ>. uh, yeah, <laughs> no, football goes back a long time. But, yeah, I doubt that's happened before. So, I, I'm still a little skeptical because I do think you eventually got to go win games. You no, got to go that's... win them. You can't always just not lose them. You got to eventually – a field goal at least would have made me feel a little better. You know, yeah. even even get three. That was a little concerning. But I said that well. many times in the third quarter. Before, I said, can we get at least one – can we get one? Before they scored another field goal, I said, look, can we get one so we're up? You know, seven. So that yes, yeah, so we're got a comfortable seven. lead. Yeah, <laughs> at least a seven. Bit. At least a that, that way, a touchdown uh, doesn't kill you. So, uh, but I will. I'm gonna just keep throwing these these questions out here. This one is about the defense uh, because they were it's supposed to be a new defense under Clint Hurt and they did some new things. Um, they, they played like Chris mentioned earlier, they played a lot of too high coverages to try to take away the explosives. They didn't really work all the way. Like some random dude wearing number 83 had a bunch of explosives. And I don't know how, how that happened. Uh, but then you look at some of the other big plays, uh, that they did have, you know, they got like two defensive pass interference calls on the rookie Tariq Willen, uh, Kobe Bryant in his second coverage snap of you know got turned around got, got got beat by Jared Judy for a sixty seven yard bomb. It was a lot of what we complained about and a lot of people have complained about in the past with the Seahawks, which is that Ben don't break shit. Where you you give up a six minute eighty five yard drive and then you turn them over on fourth and goal and it's like oh we didn't give them no points. Well it's like well yeah man we were on the field for thirteen plays uh, just now yeah but so um and that's, I said before I throw the question I will say. That is part of why Pete Carroll likes his philosophy in terms of how like the run game, because if you notice when the Broncos had long drives, even if they didn't score, the Seahawks answered with a long drive. So the defense was usually rested. You know, the DK fumble, notwithstanding like it wasn't just. All right, our defense on the field for 12 plays then we either go three and out or we score a 70-yard touchdown. Either way, our, off- our defense is right back on the damn field. It doesn't matter if we scored or not. The Part of P.K.'s philosophy is, hey, we're going to give these guys a rest, for better or worse, so our guys aren't fucking gassed yeah. uh, when they're on the field. So um, I want to ask you guys, ben, let's start with you. Do you feel any be- better or worse about the defense after seeing how they performed today and holding the Broncos to 16 points? Or is it 16 points, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was 16. Yeah. 16 points, right?
2: Yeah. Like, let me be honest, man. Half these guys hadn't even played together on the defense. You know, um, when I'm watching them, I don't think that they were gassed necessarily. Tell you the truth, go back to that Jerry Judy touchdown. For a second, I thought Kobe was in a, was taking it from him. Cody, Kobe had two hands on the ball. Did you see the play? There was two hands on the ball. I thought he was going to take it from him. He didn't, and he <laughs> and scored, right? Yeah. And we just kind of gave him his flowers last night before he even played, you know, any series for us. Um, look, man, with the exception of, of Jamal getting taken out, and I was really happy that we were able to 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 still replace that 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 area. I can't say that I paid attention too much to the coverage um, schemes, but I can say that they were fired up and hungry, and I just felt like, look if they could play with the same intensity and I watched every one of their faces, I'm only, I'm row D, you know, I'm four rows back. I'm looking at the faces. They had a lot of intensity tonight. I know it's the first game. I know it's Russ back. Can we have that same intensity, you know, next week, next week, the week
1: after, it'll definitely be there for the Niners
2: for, for sure. sure. Cause yeah. that's our rival. But mm-hmm. I mean, like they came out, what's number 10's name? Ushana and Wasu. Yeah. I couldn't pronounce his name, so I don't want to fuck that up, right? Especially like today's age, like Asian guy fucked up the African dude's name.
1: <laughs> he
2: was everywhere. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. a problem.
1: He got a podium. He got a podium uh, interview today. Yes. Podium he was game. Everywhere, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God
2: damn. And like, I saw the pressure. Defensive backfield. Uh, all right. Okay, cool. Linebacker area, man. Jordan books a couple times. I'm sitting there looking at this. I'm like, "Yo, bro, we getting killed on some of these ten yard screens. Oh, yeah, the screen screens. passes like, was crazy. Bro. They got
1: screened to death today. They got screened to death. There's there's definitely some room to grow for sure. It was it was the bend don't break. It was what we've seen before, where you give up the but drive again, and you don't saying, score. Feel, okay, look,
2: I feel like our defense is maybe a little better, but again, we can't give Pete his flowers because it's only one game with this new play. But on the defense level for these guys being pretty new we got no bobby no be wags we got no this person that you know we 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 lost um
1: dj reed or who dj
2: he, reed who i loved he played phenomenal couple, in his first game a couple guys Jets. i just feel like look man let's let these dudes gel figure it out i expected more jordan Burks, Brooks books um
1: cody stepped up did his thing here and there. Cody and had some couple. nice big tackles in the second. I half. mean, hell, he That's stuffed so. the screen, so that was good to see. Uh, yeah, they had to figure that screen stuff out. I man. did notice this, and I'm not crazy. Quandre
2: sits and is looking, and if he has to come in for a tackle, it's kind of bad, right? And he did here he, and he got a couple sticks. Depending on the coverage, yeah, depending on the coverage, he's kind of out there looking to help somebody to get a pick. I noticed that Russ was really trying to avoid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he knows the dude gets some sneaky picks, and he almost got one tonight. Look, man, we look good, man. The defense look good. Yeah. And, and, you know, and we, for the most part, I can't speak about, you know, field goal coverage and shit like that, you know,
1: because that's just, it is what it is. But yeah. I, I think we look good. Man. Yeah, no, Russ was definitely trying to exploit the matchups, which makes sense. Russ is in year 11, and he saw a rookie out there on, Courtland Sutton, he was like, Well, I'm about to go here and eat. You know, and I don't think he completed any of those. Um think they they're either incomplete or deep or defensive pass interference. So if uh, that kind of is what it is there. But I could see why Russell's like, you know who I'm not gonna throw at number six. You when know who Sydney I will throw Jones, at twenty seven. When Sidney Jones did come in after young Tariq got ran over Got a little well, stinger. I, well, I think he first popped his shoulder out. He laid a block first oh, and then, then got, tried to tackle. Oh. I think it was either Melvin or Javante. It was – well, whoever it was. But then they brought in Sidney Jones and Russ attacked Sidney Look, immediately. I was talking more specifically about Jordan Brooks blowing that against the white boy tight end who got that amazing one-hand Oh, one-hand, one yeah. Miscommunication that on dude. that. I got to well, watch re- the film. Regardless,
2: like, I want to be mad, but if anything – it was probably a better catch than it was bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a great catch. Yeah. So that was kind of like that was a big momentum push
1: towards them. Other than that, look, man, I like I say, it. I'm, not, I'm not gonna slander the defense, man. We look good, man. 16 yeah. points, man. Yeah, I thought the D de- I mean I I was already on saying that this defense is gonna be young, fast, and I think they're gonna be pretty good. And they proved it. The speed really doesn't really matter there, but they made plays when they needed to. They stepped up against a quarterback who's known to score. Yeah, know, so. that's the best part, right? There, I like how Mike Jackson played. He was hitting. He laid and Sutton out. I was like, "Damn, this boy! He, he's, he's really trying." How tall to, is Michael Jackson? Six feet, right? Yeah, he's about so he's six one. Height. He's a very strong corner, but he's but like, how, how how heavy is this? Dude? He's like two, two ten, I think. Yeah, okay, I would, so he's I would guess. he's right, a tank. <laughs> and when well, he shocked the hell out of me, I'm sorry, y'all. No, he shocked the hell out of me, and man. that's good. That's what you want to see. You want to see guys like that that have a. Chip on their He's shoulder. He's listed as six one two ten. By the way, six, yeah. One, two, you ten. want someone out there that's that has nothing to lose and everything to gain. He's just trying to prove himself. You know, nah, he is. dog.
2: He played like he'd been three years, and uh, that's how he played tonight. He'd been, he already been in the game. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. He didn't play like a rookie tonight, bro.
1: No. No, he's not. No, he's, Mike, he's Mike's been, not right. he's, he's been in the league for, I want to say, four or five years. No, now. Is- oh,
2: my bad, dog. I thought, he, I thought he was a draft class. My bad. No,
1: no, no, he, no, no, no. No, you're not the only person. Someone asked me about him like two days ago. Was like yeah, He's bounced around. It was like, we're starting. It was like, Mike, we're starting Shit. two rookie
2: corners. <laughs> that motherfucker yeah. played like he was, man. Well, I mean, he also played brand new, if that makes any sense. Like, he just. Well, this dog, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how the hell we got this dude, because.
1: I think the Cowboys man. cut him. Yeah, he bounced around. The Seahawks were like, we'll, "We'll pick you up," and he has been good ever since. Well, it's He's just a lot of a lot of DBs lately are just having their best years under Pete Carroll, which isn't new. Yeah, that's, that's been happening. Pete's the the for cornerback quite a whisperer bit, from all the way from a Jeremy Lane to a Byron Maxwell to a <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Browner uh, <clears throat> that just didn't work out. Yeah, the, the trade thing that they, they were using him, they were using Trey Flowers wrong. The Bengals actually used him correctly. No. They, they did. Out.
2: That's what kind of pissed me off.
1: Yeah, they use him on like big, longer tight ends. So, Chris, where are you at on the defense? Yeah, but the, I, I, as I was saying, I think nothing changes for me. I thought the the defense was going to be strong. I thought they were going to be able to create havoc for running backs and wide receivers in certain situations. You saw what Al Woods was able to do. My man just grabbed the center <laughs> and just moved him and made a big play to force make it third and two. That's what you want to see. You saw Shelby making plays, getting in the backfield, mm-hmm. causing havoc. You see the cornerback. We talked about Mike Jackson. He is making plays. Even Tariq Woolen just running with Colin Sutton, making a play on the ball. He did get called for a pass interference, but you know what? He's going to fine-tune that. They're going to work on that. He's going to get better. He's going to be able to turn his head, which you see in practice – He's going to turn his head, and he's going to, be able to make a play, make an interception, bat the ball down. These are things that they're going to build on. Quandre Diggs is in the right spot. He just didn't get an interception. Against other teams, he's going to make that play. Unfortunately, Jamal Adams goes down, but Josh comes in. He's around the ball making plays. But Jamal looked good, though. Oh, oh yeah, Jamal yeah, looked fun. Jamal the looked thing is, good. Jamal, <laughs> he gets a really bad reputation, mm-hmm. and I think Mike explained it really well. He said, how many times have they looked to throw to Jamal's side and it's not there? And the quarterback gets sacked or he's scrambling. Well, that's because Jamal is in position. the only so it's really only the really big plays that he, for example, against Cooper Cup last season, he lost the ball in the light or something, and Cooper Cup comes up with it. He was in position. Something just he just something went wrong. A couple of times here and there, he makes those mental little I don't errors, like reputational.
2: And I'm saying this because he's a friend of mine. I'm, I'm not saying that because that. I'm saying because I've seen him do decent coverage. I'm sorry. I've seen as far as a coverage. GB. He's good.
1: When he can it, he cover. Be, he can I cover. just think they got to put him in better matchups. For example, you, want, you don't want him guarding a receiver. You want him on a tight end and a running back. On a fullback, yeah. Yeah, That's what you want. And when you Big put ball. him on a wide receiver like Stephon Diggs and Stephon does a little stick route, oh, on, what do you yeah, think is going to happen? Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, that's nobody let's, can guard Stephon Diggs. Let's start there. No one can guard him, but then you want to put Jamal on, you know, all-out blitz and say, yeah, Jamal, go ahead but and you know cover No, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Just go ahead, man. But see. yeah. I thought the defense—they're going to be good. They're going to be fine. To your point earlier, Mike, can Gino put you in position to win a game now? That's what you're going to want to see because against the Chargers, you got to put up 24 points if you want to win that game. I, mean, I don't know if you're going to be able to what? hold it.
2: 36, 40 points. You mean, bro? Yo, the Chargers. Chargers
1: do it I was being generous. All right, okay. I was just being very nice. I'm I know 30, game. but that's who knows. They might even be better by that by them, right? Okay. They believe in the system. They believe what Pete's telling them. Maybe they come out and play a really good defensive matchup against them. That's looking ahead, but I like where they're at right now, and they just got the build from it. They lose Jamal. The, t- the guys are they're, they're ready. They're amped up. they proved one thing. Well, we ain't got Russ. Well, guess what? It don't matter. We're still gonna do what Pete has shown what we that we can do in practice, and they went out and did it, and on Monday night, the biggest day, as you put it, earlier, Ben, and they were able to win the game. Is there anybody else on the team that deserves a, a, a shout today? Do we forget? <sighs> Forget anybody. I'm looking at uh, the I'll box th- score. I thought Kobe Parkinson. He made a few plays here and there. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Both yeah. of Kobe's plays was was yeah. nice. He, we all, I I <laughs> I remember in the preseason game G, or not. You know, Drew through a perfect dart to him and he got went up both hands and got drilled and dropped I'm Like those are the ones you got to have. But he, you know, first game of the season comes out makes a few plays, moves the chains. That's what you want. He came in and did his job. I, we talked about Will Disley. He stepped up big. Ben was like, he's pretty much the X factor. We need to see from him. He needs to do something big. And what does he do? Score a touchdown. But I don't think we're missing anyone. Yeah, I think, Look, It I, was a
2: beautiful thing to see Mr. Two-Kick not on the field so much. I didn't see Dixon on a lot. And that yeah, made me feel good. He punted yeah. one time?
1: Twice? Twice, maybe. I think, I think it was two he times. He didn't just punt until the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. But what's crazy is I'm used to seeing Mike punt A A lot. First drive. I'll be honest. I was really interested to see how the first drive would go. Because for years, it's been, oh, three and out. You know, they run twice, try to pass. and It doesn't work out. That didn't happen on Monday night. They executed. We went right at it, bro. They executed what they been practicing. And as you mentioned, Gino just was like, yep, Monday night football. Let's go. This is my moment. It's my time. All right. Let me spin this forward on one, one one last note. So now we know every team in the NFC West has played. The only team to win, it was the Seahawks. The Cardinals got their boots smoked. Um, The Rams got their boots smoked. God, did they miss Um, D-Hop. The Rams not only got their boots smoked, but they're also really banged up. They were already without Angie Whitworth. You know, they were going with uh, Joe Notebloom at left tackle. I think Notebloom got hurt. Uh, Somebody else on their team is hurt. Uh, The Niners are already without George Kittle. They just lost their uh, running, running back to Elijah yep. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, Two it months. feels like the Niners always have injury issues. So seeing how the, all the week one NFC West matchups went, does that change at all? How you guys feel about where maybe the Seahawks could finish in the division? A you know, team picked last, but is all of a sudden in first after one week and looks like they could be right there with all these other teams. They look like they're all wounded. Ben, what do you think about the NFC West and where the Seahawks fit right now?
2: I don't think we were a last place team even coming in with Gino or Drew or whatever, but I will say that I think the, the I think Arizona is, is definitely maybe on the bottom tier of, the, of, the, of, the, um of the conference. Uh, Rams just might be too tough, man. I don't know. I don't care about what is, what else is going on, but I do feel confident that, you know, I said it yesterday. We're like 22 and, we're like twenty-one and three versus the Niners in the last ten years. You know what I'm saying? Dang, like whatever dang, it is, working the Niners. We're at some crazy stat, and I don't feel like it's coming back. I just feel like we know so much about them for some reason that the matchups don't matter. When they were eight and no three years ago, and they they're ready to go for their nine and no, we took them down. at Levi's with Davian and all that stuff. Uh, look, I think we're second. You know what I'm saying? I mean, as of right now, if everything down the line, I think we're third at worst. I don't. I don't think we. I don't know, man. Arizona played so damn bad that I almost don't even. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. No, man. they did. They got smoked. But it wasn't like, just that. I just felt like, bro, I don't know about Arizona this season, man. I was
1: always like, damn, Kyler, I'm get sorry. in the film room, buddy. <laughs> yeah, nah. Though they, they had a bad game plan too. They were oh. like, let's blitz Mahomes a bunch, and Andy Reid was like, oh, y'all serious with that, huh? No, oh, you want go y'all man? Y'all serious? Y'all gonna do it all game? <laughs> you know we got like a tight end that plays receiver receiver that plays tight end and Travis Kelsey I don't know it's like you know we signed Juju Smith for minimum wage right Chris you, where, where you oh, at where you uh, at on the division now after we phew, see the, man, the first place Seattle Seahawks it's wild I still think the Rams are right there I'm really interested to see what the Cardinals do because are they that bad like when I like Cliff Kingsbury, I don't know man is he that dude is he really got to, Is he really about to lose his job no, I, don't, I don't know about that That's we'll what see it, well, well I don't see. think they had a bad game bro I think they are they're just bad. not good.
2: <laughs> well, no, am being serious. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Say, You no, can't go
1: up one game, dude. Well, well I mean, last time we saw them, they looked bad too. From last season, though, they they didn't finish strong. No, they, they got smoked. Last yeah. Season. So to be dude. honest, maybe you're right, Ben. They're just not a good team. And to your point, yeah, they might be the worst team in the NFC West. But how? What's what, What's what's the number of wins there? What what else does that come to? Because right now. The talk is the Seahawks, man. I think eight wins would be like, okay, that's great. Right. Why
2: you put us at number 32, though, Bleach Report? <laughs> Ispitz, why you put us at 31? Because they're not put... in Seattle. They just... No, but what I mean is, you know, because they don't believe me. And I get it. Cool.
1: But there'll be some shift changes after yeah. this week, man. What do you think, think so. Mike? Um, I I do think that the division, it'll be a war of attrition. Just I thought this last year, too, who stays the healthiest at what positions? I think the first team to have their O line fall apart is screwed. <laughs> like that's that's pretty much the Rams case. are in trouble. And every division, Yeah, I think the Rams are screwed. When you, the Rams are playing a first place schedule, which is a very important part of like projecting a team season. Like the Seahawks finished last right the uh, last season, so they play all the other last place teams from last year. The Rams finished first, so you got to play all the division winners from uh, last season. I never knew that. Yeah, so that's not, And then if you finish second, you play all the second place teams, third third place teams, and so on and so forth. That's why the Seahawks are playing Detroit. Whereas the Rams, I feel like, play the Packers this yeah. year. That's the difference there. You know, the Rams play who else won a division? The Rams play the Bucks. The Bucks well, yeah. actually, you no, know, I think they play the whole AFC South. But you guys get my point. Like you play the you play a last place schedule versus a first place schedule. So like, yeah. I think that that matters. Um, I do think I think they'll probably still second, third, whatever. I think the team that's whose O-line falls apart first is like they're destined to finish last. I don't care if that is the Rams. I just think that once you don't have an O-line, you're screwed. You're screwed if you are Trey Lance without O line. You're screwed if you're Kyler without O line. You're screwed if you're Matt Stafford without O line. You're screwed if you're Geno Smith without O line. Uh, one person that uh, I forgot to ask you guys about is is Russ. You know, part of the reason that the Seahawks traded him is because they thought, Hey man, you ain't worth 50 mil, dog. We can get we can get Geno for three and a half right now you know, and go out here and beat you. And they obviously did that. But where uh, where do you where are you guys on Russ after one game? What do you think, man? We'll see. Did the Seahawks make the right call. Did the Broncos mess up by giving that man $50 million a year?
2: Hey, bro, first of all, hell no. <laughs> bro, there's no way. Bro, I would have denounced my fandom if we gave him $250 million a year. I mean, $250 million contract, five, a two-year bonus. Can I be quite frank? Please. I felt like Russ played just like he played with us, bro. I don't think, I don't think he's going to shock the world i don't think and again dude he's playing against man i mean with the exception of Derek carr playing the world i'm like dude who are you bro this you are jesus christ but then there's herbert in his division and then there's um mahomes mahomes i don't know man i'll be real man i think we might be seeing a and you know i know it's harsh i'm just saying i think we might be seeing a decline slightly i think he wins win some games i think he'll do good and i think it'd be cool. I don't think they get no, they they ain't getting no 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 jewelry there. They ain't getting no rings there, bro. I just we made the right decision. You know, half the people say it's a rebuild, or more of the people say it's a rebuild for us. I don't know, man. I just want to focus on game to game. When I saw Russ tonight, I was very critical of watching them, and I felt like it was the Broncos were the Seahawks tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, yo, y'all going to deal with the, all the pain that we dealt with. Mm, He'll yeah. give you a cool play here and there. gonna give us a little moon ball here. You know? And I was like, yo, Jerry Judy better do something. And, you know, cool. One little thing. With, but other than that, man, I've been watching this man since his rookie season. You know, like he's – I don't think – I feel like he left he – st- he played tonight like he left off with us and wasn't very impressive, to be honest.
1: All right, where you at with it? I thought he played okay. I mean, he threw for what, 300 yards? 340 yards, 29 of 42. And the thing is— One touchdown. I the touchdown that they should have had on the left-hand side. Dude, I think—I swear it was a tight end. He just dropped it. It was a, it was a diving catch, and he dropped it. Mike, they said Mike Jackson made a play. No, he didn't. Dude dropped it straight up. Oh, no, like, hit him! In, oh, I know you're talking about. Hit him in the hands. Hit him both. He had two hands on it. Yeah, came. He dropped it. That was a laser
2: by Russ. Like I that was still a gl- laser. High school man. receiver coach because I played wide receiver in high school I played both ways because I was I'm old. That's what we used to do back in the day. <laughs> Always said this:
1: if you could touch the ball, you should have caught it.
2: Mm. Two hands, bro. Ain't no excuse.
1: Yeah. So, so I, I'm not gonna say Russ played bad. I thought he played fine. Mm. You know. It's not his fault. The running back's fumbled. Now, okay, I will say... say okay, I'm
2: saying he didn't say... You, is, no, no, it's not a shout out you,
1: Ben. No, I'm not
2: saying he's playing bad, but I just felt like... You've seen it.
1: Yeah. So I would also say he didn't play particularly well when it comes to time management. That was a problem in Seattle. We all blame Pete. I a think lot, that I, was I think a coach thing today. A lot of people blame Pete. Okay, so maybe it's a... Yeah, Hackett thing. So maybe it's a Hackett it thing. I think Hackett but wanted to play for the field. I also would end. say... teams, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also would say that that was more of a, okay... Well, you're not getting the plays in. They just look a little flustered at times. It did take some delayed games today. But other than that, I thought Pete, or not Pete, I thought Russ played fine. If there's not two fumbles, man, this is a completely different discussion. No, that's true. This is a 30 to 10 shellacking and Russ, those two touchdowns. If, you know, you're right. If is right. But we're moving on from it. The Seahawks came out. They came, they had a game plan. They executed said game plan and they were victorious. And you know what? They beat Russ. Russ came back to sell. Change the question.
2: <laughs> same same question, reworded.
1: Did he look like he was worth fifty mil this season? Ooh. First game, no, no. Okay. Yeah, 50 mil is – if yes. I give you 50 mil, I, I want to see what, yeah, we'll see what Mahomes did. Five touchdowns. Or what did, what did Josh Allen do? Uh, yeah. Four touchdowns yeah. and, like, two Mahome, rushing. Or, uh, or, uh, what did Justin Herbert – Justin Herbert, boy. That's why I picked Christ him for MVP. Boy. Yeah, no. I know play. it's early, but you
2: – know how scared I am to go to SoFi. And
1: watch <laughs> you got time, okay? They're yeah. going to they're gonna get – this team can only get better, right? No. Uh, yeah, hopefully. I think the defense is going to get a lot better. See? Uh, I do. I think it, the communication is going to be 50 solid. M's, bro, we're talking about. Oh, yeah. $50 million? <laughs> Who the hell you think you got? Ben yeah. Bowden? <laughs> Yo, yeah, no, that, that, that's a lot. I think, yeah, I think it's what the 2022 Denver Broncos are going to look a lot like the 2019 Seahawks, I think, or the 2020 Seahawks, <laughs> where you're going to have some games where Russ looks amazing, and then you're going to have some games where you're like, damn. Maybe we should draft the next dude, which is okay. Uh, I don't know if that's worth 50 mil, but hey, that's that's what the price Denver had to pay to get out of QB purgatory. Mm. You know, when you're starting, I think anybody would do that. Kendall Hinton, I think, or whatever the receiver (laughs) receiver was that they had to play that one time. And (laughs) Teddy and Drew, and they've gone through some pretty bad uh, quarterbacks after the post-Payton Manning era, Paxton Lynch. You know, so this is the premium you have to pay to get out of that. Yep. You clearly can't draft, so you just have to go overpay someone else, that's which true. is fine. I can see why some franchises do that. They got new ownership, new coach, new GM. Like I get that, but I can also see why the Seahawks were like, hmm. "Oh no, man! If that's worth fifty, and we got 23, 23 of twenty-eight passes from Geno Smith today for one hundred ninety-five yards, two touchdowns, and a victory. Yeah, and a and, and a dub. Maybe maybe we don't need to pay. Like Geno makes." Three million, three and a half million a year this year. So six million or just one year deal. Yeah. That's a one year deal. That's like 40 something less than Russ. Today, I did not see two quarterbacks who are 40 something million dollars apart. Yeah. That's what, that's what I did not see today. Like if you put, if you look at it that way, I didn't put it, I didn't (laughs) think about it even that
2: way. That perspective is.
1: Yeah, that's huge. I think Gino does have some incentives in his deal, so he may that may, Maybe get, up to, that may get up to like 7 million. Oh, but either you. way, he's still making 40 million less than Russ yeah. on a per average basis. This year the cap numbers are different, but you guys get the point. Like that that is uh that's relevant here. And I do think that goes into why this game is so much. To kind of bring it all back before before we get out of here. Like that's this was the Seahawks Super Bowl in a lot of ways. And what What's gonna happen next is we got to see if the leaders can carry that over because the Niners don't give a shit about what happened today. No, they, <laughs> they get really don't. They just lost to the Bears in the rain. They are pissed. They are trying to get a dub. They're trying to smoke Seattle. It's gonna be their home opener down in the Bay. They don't care about none of this Super Bowl stuff. Beating Russ, they don't care. Yeah, you know they they don't care about none of that. So I want to see do how they regroup real quick too because the Niners are already getting ready for the Seahawks and the Seahawks are like going to all be in the cold tub, you know, Tuesday the next morning. Two days. <laughs> yeah. Cause boy, neither team could run the ball like super effectively today. And there was some hitting today. Oh, man. Yo, like, yeah, that was, that was tough. So that's, that's the, there's a lot of challenges for the Seahawks going forward. Like I want to see them finish the game. You know, I want to see the pass. I, I think I want to see the pass rush be a little better. I think the DB's got to catch the ball uh, hey, if, it, if it comes I'm to talking him. talking to you, big guy. I cut Jamal a little slack because both he got broken fingers. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm not expecting him to have to catch the ball with, with those fingers. fingers. Yeah. That, that's that, that that that's tough. Get him in the helmet, bro. Yeah, that's the second that's tough. time. Yeah, he year got, yeah, got hit in the helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I want to see the Seahawks run the ball better. Rashad Penny had 60, 60 yards on 12 carries. A lot of carries just right into the dirt. He had two though that went yeah you no, know, he has a nice little hold. Hey, guys, let's you know, I don't debate if it was a hold, but whatever yeah he has some some plays negated by some some holding penalties. he had a, his longest run was twenty six yards. I want to see dK get a little uh, involved a little bit more dK only has seven catches for thirty six yards. Uh, I think he lost eight yards on that terrible screen as the other thing. The Seahawks should never run screen passes again. Like you they know, gotta stop I was that. Trying to for real. It's what what do I gotta? I I might start a petition. What do you gotta do to get it on the ballot? These guys cannot run a screen pass to save their lives yeah. to anybody to a running back. They try to fake screen and do what to know a fan. Like d- just stop for it two yards. Stop yeah. just stop throwing screens, man. And then defend the screens a little better. Uh, but I mean ben, Ben's right though. This, this was a, a overall positive day. A, definitely a positive day because man, they needed this win bad. They need they needed this. This this was like I said, it was validation, vindication. They needed to see Pete Carroll's formula work. It's one thing to just talk about that shit in preseason and preach it every day and have Pete Carroll have all these themed days of practice. Competition Wednesday, turnover Thursday, no repeat Friday, tell the truth Monday. Like everything's got a day. Like I think Saturday has a thing, but I can't remember what it is. All that sounds cool until you go out there and lose. You know, then you start to question things. That's how anything works in life. You're a you human. You know what, man? You just made me think about something different now. That's good. I like to
2: do that. Denver isn't a bad team. We no. beat a good team, man. With oh a yeah, With good yeah. defense, with good offense, with the good offensive line, we beat a good team. I don't want good people to think backs. like I don't want people to think like we beat some trash team. No. We beat a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a team that should be uh, that should be a playoff team. I, think. I just keep talking about Russ and I'm not really thinking about. He has a good team, man.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he picked Denver to uh this is the second time that the franchise Denver has built up the 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 infrastructure and attracted a quarterback there. They attracted Peyton Manning. Now they've attracted Russ. That's another reason why I'm not a big fan of the Seahawks, like quote unquote tanking. That's stupid. Make sure your infrastructure is sound. Build up your O line, build up your DBs, build up your receivers. So if, if, if a franchise quarterback does come available. His ass will sign with you. Yeah. You know, right now they got the Gino thing going though. Mom, and Gino Jackson. Right. And G- <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Lorraine. Real quick, though, time. I gotta give a shout out to Cameron Ferguson. All right. He and his, he's getting married this Friday. So congratulations to him and his wife. That's dope. I was a brother in the Kaepernick jersey at yes, the live that, show. Yeah, came to the yes, live show. Him yes, and Michelle. Yes. Michelle and Cameron that we're getting married this Friday. So congrats to them on that. That's big time. You know, we're trying to get there one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we oh, me and you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you too, him. man. Oh, he's married. Yeah. Oh man. 30 yeah. years?
2: Been married for 10 years, been with my wife for 13
1: Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, so yeah, it's just a, it's just to so, the young yeah, the young, the young clubs here. Yeah, man. Anything else big... anybody wanna have before we before we get out of here? Thanks mm-hmm. for letting us come through and do this with you again, Ben. This is it's always a blast, man. It's the second you know, time doing it. So
2: I'll be honest, man. Um I thought that I was gonna come on a little bit more a couple just like maybe one more time last season. Uh I'd love to come on anytime. I think that I was a little bit more Poised tonight, as hyped as I was, I don't think I would have said some nice things on a couple of those like that season. I was really fired up, and I think that you, know, you ain't maybe the only Mike one, would have been like, "Hey, bro, maybe you, know, you shouldn't talk on our show anymore." Because I get fired up on my show, I get it. And um, but it was an honor, and I do appreciate coming on. And if anything, I could do to push you guys you know even further and kind of use my platform to get more eyes on you guys. No disrespect to any other Seahawks podcast out there, but I listen to everything, and this is something where, ever since that, I don't know when I picked up your show. I've listened to every single episode. That's love. We appreciate take you man. being
1: the best one, man. Hey, we man. work hard. Yeah, <laughs> I respect the other ones too, but this is our shit. Yeah. Real Real shit. shit. Yeah, we thank you guys. Doing this for for a while, man, and we appreciate Ben, we appreciate you having you on. I just like the different perspectives. I was at the game, but I'm in the press box. You're at the game, but you down there with the people. You know, Chris is getting the 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 TV view too cuz it's always interesting to hear the narratives that they paint. Yep, you know. to so cool, about though. talking about yeah, Marcus Spears it. and yeah. like how that how Troy and 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 uh, Trey Ekman and Joe Buck talked about the game. Remember, I talked to Lewis Riddick a couple of weeks ago at training camp. And he was like, "Yo, I think they're building something here." I think Lewis ended up tweeting that too. Um, yeah, just yeah, it's kind of ruined a little insight I had. He just tweeted the shit out. I've uh, always heard okay. negative
2: things about our team.
1: Man. That's it. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's why I thought Riddick telling like that's the first time I met Riddick in the lobby at the VMAC. He was like, "Yo, nice to meet you, man. I think they're building something here." Like he just launched into the convo. I was like, "Oh." Let's talk about it. And he ended up tweeting it. Um, I think him, Dan Orlovsky, were out there together. Like, no, nah, there's some people who believe in the Seahawks. A lot more after tonight. Yep. A lot more people after tonight. Man. And so uh, I can't wait to see where this goes further. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's the Seahawks Man-to-Man podcast. Yes. Powered by The Athletic. Uh, shout out to the company. Again, shout out to everybody who watched our live show. My name is Michael Sean Dugar here with my co-host Christopher Kidd as usual special guest Ben Baller in the building letting us host uh, in his space uh, on that note uh, well, actually we're coming back this week with a preview episode shout out to the homie Matt Barrows covers the 49ers for The Athletic we'll have him on uh, the show will drop on Wednesday until that show drops thank you guys for listening and we are out i you off, like
0: right now, right now you see I'm to the me. Say that for your mama, maybe you should smoke something in Tried the marijuana, I was loving you good At the was straight, showed you a couple of things And they feeling strange, I treated you right Everything was a gift from a time to your